Hello, my friends, and welcome, welcome to the Sexy Radiance Podcast, your go-to place for everything sexy. My name is Angelica, and I am your on-air sexual radiance coach, as well as the Sexy Radiance Podcast host. If you have not yet done so, please follow us on Instagram at sxy underscore radiance underscore podcast and help us spread the sexy news, friends. Also, please go to our website and sign up for the upcoming newsletter. It's not out yet, but it will be. And that's at sxyradiance.com. That's sexyradiance.com and it's sxy, sxyradiance.com. Sexy Radiance is committed to supporting you in your personal journey to self-empowerment and help you get your sexy back so you can feel pleasure and show up in life more authentically and be a better lover to yourself and others. Please note that the content and opinions of the Sexy Radiance podcast are not meant to be or replace spiritual, medical, or therapeutic advice. So listen at your own risk, friends. Thank you to Tiana St. Hilaire for social media, Jermaine Medwinter for editing, and Jazir St. Hilaire for the sexy radiance jingle, which we love. This episode, my friends, is about pleasure and why it is a very important aspect of sexy radiance. So a note on pleasure. When we feel good, it shows. People can pick it up. We emanate really nice, attractive, and magnetic energy. Which is why pleasure is important when we're cultivating sexy radiance. Or, well, when we're culti- cultivating, yeah, radiance, sexy radiance. So I want to start with the definition of pleasure. I I went online and I found three different definitions. One of them, uh, the first one is from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. And they define pleasure as a state of gratification, sensual gratification, frivolous amusement, and a source of delight and joy. So that's the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. The Oxford Dictionary says that pleasure is a feeling of happy satisfaction and enjoyment. And the verb pleasure in the Oxford Dictionary is giving sexual enjoyment or satisfaction. So giving and receiving friends gives us pleasure. And the last source for pleasure that I went on was the famous Wikipedia. And what Wikipedia says is pleasure refers to experience that feels good, that involves the enjoyment of something. It contrasts with pain or suffering, which are forms of feeling bad. So it's the opposite, right? It is closely related to value, desire, and action. Humans and other conscious animals find pleasure enjoyable, positive, or worthy of seeking. 
So why is pleasure important? Well, like I was saying a little while ago, um, pleasure, it makes us feel good. And when we feel good, we usually look good (laughs) because we're taking care of ourselves. We're feeling great. And I think that when we experience pleasure, besides, okay, the obvious that we feel good, we also are able to think more clearly because we don't have all those, it's not muddled with bad feelings, right? And I mean, who doesn't like to feel good? (laughs) I mean, really, come on. So there's lots of different ways to feel good. And I'm going to go through, as it turns out, a a little list. (laughs) It seems like this is the way it goes. Every time I'm doing an episode, a solo episode, like I'm calling them, there seems to be like a list of sorts. So we feel good when we laugh, right? I mean, laughing is one of my favorite things to do. If you haven't noticed, I kind of chuckle quite a bit when I do these episodes. Uh, when we eat our favorite foods, I mean, my goodness, I don't know. I, I love to eat and I'm a big foodie. So um, I do feel lots of pleasure when I'm really hungry and I'm eating something that I just really want or that my body is craving. We also experience pleasure when we have a really good workout, it just feels great. Like, um, you know, I've heard a lot of people say, uh, I've never regretted uh, going to a yoga class. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. But that can happen also with cycling, with swimming. It feels good. So there's a lot of different ways to find pleasure in our everyday. We also get pleasure from physical touch. So hugging, or being hugged by someone that we really care about. It's especially nice when we haven't seen them in a while, which is probably what's going to happen when this COVID thing is over. Being optimistic over here. We also find pleasure when we kiss. My God, I I love kissing. I think it is one of my favorite things to do. And hopefully you feel pleasure when you make love. I believe that pleasure brings color to life. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the biology of pleasure and these feel-good hormones. And I'm not a scientist, so you know you can look these things up yourself. I did some research. I've been, you know, reading and listening to things. So I'm going to paraphrase and summarize because this is not a science class on on hormones, but I just want to give you some context so that you know what happens in the body. So we'll start with dopamine. So from my research, I've come to understand that dopamine is a tricky hormone because it fuels your wants and desires. Now that's great, right? The thing about dopamine, the reason why I said it was tricky is because it does not necessarily give us wants and desires that are good for us. Like dopamine does not have our best interests at heart here. (laughs) So we can have desire for a drug that's very bad for us, or we can have a desire for a person that's not good for us. But just because we have that desire doesn't mean that it's 
something we should act upon. So with dopamine, even though it is considered a feel-good hormone overall, it is not necessarily our best friend. So on a very surface level, like I was saying, all of these are surface, meaning I'm not going to go very deep into these because I'm not a scientist. Dopamine is a hormone that plays an important role in the brain's reward system. And it's useful when we're creating new habits, such as changing our diet, starting a new exercise routine, or when we are engaging in the work required to become sexually radiant, for example. And dopamine is associated with pleasurable sensations and can feel very exciting. In fact, that's the thing. That's the driver with dopamine. It's exciting. It's fun. You know, again, when we meet someone that we're attracted to, you know, there's a lot of dopamine release. Dopamine gives us energy. It helps with learning, memory, motor system function, amongst other things. Dopamine likes new and exciting things. So it looks for excitement, like maybe driving a Ferrari or something like that. (laughs) And dopamine doesn't stick. So that's a whole other thing. So like, you know, we might, again, crave something. So like you hear your phone go off. Well, that's not a craving, but you hear your phone go off and you immediately want to check it. And then you check it and you're like, oh, that was just a spam message. That's you know, that's not exciting, right? But the dopamine gets, it's looking for excitement and we like excitement. We just need to be responsible. (laughs) Then we have serotonin. This hormone is associated with mood regulation, sleep, happiness, well-being, appetite, digestion, learning ability and memory. I mean, this is a lot, right? So fun fact, serotonin, I read, is mostly produced in the gut. What does that mean? That we can, can change our mood for the better by way of the food that we eat. So diet is extremely important when it comes to serotonin. There's some literature that connects dopamine and serotonin with sex and ejaculation, which we will not not cover in this episode, but I thought that was quite interesting. But going back to to the food, this is not an episode on food, but again, being mindful of what you're eating, making sure you get enough fruits and vegetables and things that are going to lift your mood, right? So not having pizza three times a week and chips and sandwiches. You can have sandwiches, but if you're eating white bread, then it's not great for you. So be careful with your diet so that you can have this wonderful hormone help you to feel great. The other hormone that we have on the list here is oxytocin, which is often referred to as the love hormone. This hormone promotes bonding, trust, And who knows, I think it contributes to romance. That part I kind of read and there was like not enough literature for me to say that, yes, it is. But I think it it is because it's released with physical closeness and intimacy. Oxytocin is released when we have soft, friendly touch. And I'm going to add flirting. Flirting is so much fun. 
And I'm pretty sure the oxytocin is released when we, when we flirt. Oxytocin, I didn't know this, is present when giving birth because it stimulates contractions. I mean, that sounds painful, but I guess that's probably why moms are so excited when they have their baby. <laughs> and oxytocin is also associated with calming the nervous system. So it, it helps promote trust, empathy, and it is said that oxytocin levels generally increase with physical affection, like cuddling, kissing, and of course, sex. Last but not least on this list are the endorphins. Endorphins are said to be the body's natural pain reliever, which is produced by your body under stress and discomfort, in response rather, to stress or discomfort. Endorphin levels increase when we engage in activities that feel rewarding, such as eating, working out, and once again, having sex, friends. So, sex seems to be everywhere. <laughs> so that's your mini lesson from a non-scientist on these feel-good hormones. So, again, going back to pleasure... It is no wonder that we all seek pleasure because our bodies have a response to it, right? So it's not, it's not just this mind thing. It's, it's actually biological. So when in Sexy Radiance we talk about pleasure, we are actually sending you off to do something really good for your mind and your body. Now that we know that pleasure and our biology are linked, I want to invite you to plan at least one thing this sexy Friday or over the weekend to get your sexy pleasure on and see what happens. I want you to pay attention to your bodily responses when you're doing something that feels good. Notice what you know, do you have a smile on your face? Do you feel coquettish? Like what happens for you when you are doing something quite pleasurable? Some ideas for feeling pleasure are laughter. So romantic comedies or a comedy show. If you have a family member that's funny, maybe call them up and have a chat. <laughs> Or you can just practice laughter yoga. And it's even more fun when you do that in front of the mirror because you see how ridiculous you look as you're trying to make yourself laugh. And it is one of the funnest things. You can do that with your friends. It's even more silly. Um, and so as you're doing that, you're releasing all of these hormones. Dancing. So put on some nice music and just dance. Enjoy. Exercise. Yes, dance is a form of exercise, but in exercise, I'm including here like bike riding, running, yoga, I think Tai Chi is an um, exercise, but anything that's going to get the body moving. Listening to music, like music is so uplifting. So find uplifting music, music that's going to make you feel good. Not music that's going to make you cry because it reminds you of a love lost. <laughs> Or how, you know, um, I don't know, you these songs that talk about, 
you know, how, how I was in love with you and you, you know, you didn't love me back. Um, you know, they're sometimes these songs are freaking great, but they don't help us to feel our best. So be mindful of the music that you are choosing <laughs> and intentional. When you are choosing music to listen to, intend to find something that's going to make you feel good. Romance. Romance your partner and romance yourself. If you listen to the last episode, our guest talked about writing a letter to yourself and, you know, a romantic letter or a sexy letter. Um, that can be a way to kind of romance yourself, right? And then read it and it can be a lot of fun. You can buy yourself flowers, go wear something beautiful that's going to make you feel sexy. So anything like that. The Remembering that the outcome is always to feel good. Make time for deep and restful sleep. Friends, I cannot tell you how important it is to get good quality sleep. And at a decent time, uh, I've learned that if we go to bed, uh, I think from 11, um, around 11 and, and we're stimulated by light, by blue light, um, it, over time it impacts our sleep. So I want to encourage you to start turning down the lights at maybe about 10 o'clock, 9, 10 o'clock. So if you have dimmers, start to dim them. If you have candles, light those. Try to not maybe use the computer if you can. Start to wind down the evening and make sure that you're not overly stimulated with light so that you can get good quality sleep. Everybody knows how important it is to sleep and how miserable we feel when we don't get a good night's sleep. So obviously not sleeping enough is not going to bring you pleasure <laughs> and it's not going to help you with being sexually radiant. So making time for deep and restful sleep. Uh, what else do I have on here? Let's say get or give a massage. This is especially good if your love language is active service, right? But I mean, I don't know uh, many people that, that um, don't like massages. <laughs> so that's a nice way to feel pleasure. And it also relaxes the body. So maybe getting a massage before you go to sleep. Hmm, that's a thought. Make out for a long time. Just find that special someone and enjoy each other, kiss each other, smell each other, soft touch each other. Just really have some quality time with that loved one. So long makeout sessions are good for pleasure. What else? What do we have? Can you guess? Have sex, friends. But if sex is not your thing, don't go ahead and do it. Just do it if you really enjoy it. And if you have a partner that makes you feel good, or I mean, you can do it yourself, right? We talked again, you know, in the last episode about self-pleasure and loving. So, you know, get to know yourself. Enjoy sex with yourself and or a loved one. And last but not least on this list is have an orgasm. <laughs> 
orgasms are amazing. If you've never had one, I highly, highly, highly recommend them. So these are some ideas that you can do to find pleasure. And, you know, the last three can kind of go together, right? Long makeout sessions, some foreplay, then a little, you know, then some sex. And hopefully at the end of that, you are fortunate enough to have an orgasm. I just want to say that sex with an orgasm is just not the same. And there are, there is some science about what happens to the body when when we have an orgasm. All of these hormones are released. Okay. So there you have some ideas. I've also recorded in episode 12, some fun ideas that you can use to get those hormones pumping. So if you missed that episode, that's episode 12. And I'm just giving you ideas about how to get through this lockdown. So there's some other ideas there. But you know, you are all creative, intelligent people. So come up with your own things that are going to bring you pleasure. Um, So yeah, go ahead and do that. Contribute to your happiness and joy by choosing something pleasurable. The other thing that I think is is great about pleasure is that it can contribute to a positive self-image. So the the better we feel emotionally, (laughs) the the better sense of self we might have because we're just in that nice state. You know, you will enjoy being in your own skin and attract more pleasurable experiences. Pleasure is a, is amazing for radiating. As you increase your pleasurable experiences, you may notice that others notice you. Maybe even smile at you because you're radiating on high sexy vibes. So there is no downside to experiencing healthy pleasure, healthy pleasure friends. So I encourage you to choose any of the things I mentioned, or like I said, choose something of your liking. And I predict that if you do one, any one of these things on this sexy Friday or over the weekend, or even over the week, I predict that you will notice positive shifts in your mood. If you can do something pleasurable every single day, one thing. I mean, there's enough things on these lists that you can, on this list, sorry, that you can, that you can do on a daily basis. And they're not that time consuming. And you do not need to wait for the COVID-19 lockdown to end, or you don't have to wait to lose those extra pounds. And you don't have to wait to finish that project before you do something that feels good to you. You deserve to feel good now, my friends. Today, this sexy Friday, friends. Thank you for listening. Signing off is Angelica, your Sexy Radiance podcast host. If you found this helpful, please spread the word. And thank you for supporting the Sexy Radiance podcast. We will see you soon. And in the meantime, happy Sexy Friday, friends.